From Brown Cow Studios in Montana, this is News Nerds, the news podcast. On this week's episode, I interview Ariana Palio-Bagas. She is the owner of the Country Bookshelf in downtown Bozeman. It is a local bookstore serving the town. Also, the Geographical Location Challenge. Virginia is still in first place, but we have some exciting news dealing with other countries listening to News Nerds. I'm Ezra Graham, and you are listening to episode 21 of News Nerds, the news podcast. presidential debate will take place at the Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee tomorrow night, and candidate Joe Biden prepares prepares for tomorrow, while candidate Donald Trump continues to campaign across the country. The second debate was canceled because of concerns about Trump's COVID-19 case and his disagreement with the new rules put together by the commission committee. Tomorrow's debate will be moderated by Kristen Welker from NBC News. Because of the interrupting from the first debate, the Commission on Presidential Debates will mute the microphone of the candidate that is not speaking, giving the speaker an uninterrupted two minutes of talking. The same format of 15-minute segments dealing with one issue at a time will be used tomorrow. The Trump administration has shown restraint to the new rules. However, Trump campaign manager Bill Stepen said, quote, President Trump is committed to debating Joe Biden regardless of last-minute rule changes from the bias commission in their latest attempt to provi- provide advantage to their favorite candidate, unquote. Polls show that Trump is trailing Joe Biden. Biden and 54% of national voters that are likely to vote, and Trump at 43%. States that may decide the election, like Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan, are also led by Biden. Biden also has outspent Trump and has launched TV ads across the country at a continuous rate. The topics of the debate have been released early. Here are the issues the candidates will speak of. Fighting COVID-19, American families, race in America, climate change, national security, and leadership. Let's now go to my interview with Ariana Palio-Bagas, she is the owner of the Country Bookshelf in downtown Bozeman. Ariana Palio-Bagas is the owner of the Country Bookshelf, a local bookstore in Bozeman, Montana, and she joins me now. Welcome. Thank you. appreciate you having me. So to start off with, can you tell me how the Country Bookshelf originally started? Yes. So it was 1957. And Polly Rennie opened up the shop, and it was called The Bookshelf, and it was on Tracy Avenue. So basically right downtown, around the corner from where the bookstore is now. The Country Bookshelf has changed its location many times. Where did it start off, and 
where is it now? So like I said, it started on Tracy Avenue and then Marguerite Kirk moved it to the White Chapel, uh, which was an old chapel that at the time was on the outskirts of town, but now is in the middle of town on West Main. Um, you might know it's, it's the building is still there and it's next to that big old red barn um, off of Babcock. And it was there for many years and Mary Jane DeSanti then um, took over the store and ran it there. It was even called Whitechapel Books for a while while it was there. And then she moved it back downtown to its current location at 28 West Main in downtown Bozeman. Um, it's a beautiful historic building and it's the bookstore has now been in that building since the 1980s. I did not know that it actually changed names because of mm -hmm. large online shopping companies uh, like Amazon and eBay and especially now, how has the country bookshelf had to adapt to uh, claim the interest of people who would usually uh, shop online? Yeah, so we really kept our focus first on books um, and a lot of other companies don't do that. Um, and so we kept our focus on books and the people who love stories and love reading. And we kept our focus on our community. Uh, we're really involved in listening to what our community wants and paying attention to uh, what is important to our community. We get involved in local nonprofits, in schools. We work with the library for a lot of things. And we think about all the things that we can do that the big online companies can't. And those are things like personal service, um, the, all the people who work at the bookshelf are there because they love books and they love talking about books and they're so excited to share uh, the best books with other people and the books that are going to make someone else's day. And, uh, and then we also do lots of events. Um, before COVID, we did a lot of events in person with authors from all around the country, but also with a lot of focus on our local authors. And uh, we did book clubs and story times and all kinds of fun things in the store. But now we do a lot of those things online. So we're doing virtual events now, uh, at two or three a week right now with authors from all around the country, which has been really great. And then also the books that you find at the bookshelf are ones that have been personally picked by the people who work there, thinking about what our customers would like to find. And it's so much more exciting and easy to find really interesting books you never would have heard of when you come into a real bookstore. To elaborate more on the uh, events right now, how are you finding the author? How do the online events work? So we do our events with Zoom and then they are broadcast live um, through Zoom or people can also watch them on YouTube. And we collaborated with two other bookstores in the Pacific Northwest, a bookstore in Oregon and a bookstore in Washington, so that we could you know, combine all of our talents and all of our connections. And we reached out to authors that we knew. And then authors and publishers started reaching out to us. And so now we're getting all kinds of exciting authors that never would have probably come to visit Bozeman um, that we actually get to talk to online and our customers get to ask them questions and um, it's been really fun. So what are some of the Country Bookshelf items or books that have just been 
flying off the shelves and everybody loves them. Yeah, so, well, this year um, we have seen a really big increase in books on anti-racism and social justice uh, for all ages, which has been great. Also, lots of books this year that have been popular have been ones about nature um, and humans' relationship with nature, which I think is a really powerful thing. Uh, a book called Grading Sweetgrass by Robin Wall Kimmerer has probably been one of our best sellers this year. Um, we also do a lot of local author books. So Janet Fox is a local author here in town who writes books for young people. And she had a new book called The Artifact Hunters that came out this year that is um, kind of a historic fiction with fantasy elements and kind of ghost, ghostly elements in it, which is really fun. It is a, a companion book to her previous book, the Charmed Children of Rookskill Castle. Um, there have been a couple of books on the wolves of Yellowstone that have done really well. And of course this year, everyone is doing lots of cooking and baking since they're spending so much time at home. Um, so actually just last night, we did an event with an author um, who wrote a book called Pie Camp, where she teaches people how to make pies. And uh, that was really fun. And we've been selling lots of that. Um, we're also always selling lots of local cards and stickers from our artists here in uh, the Gallatin Valley. And, uh, and also this year, since so many kids are spending so much more time at home, there have been lots and lots of books and activities for kids that have been really popular. <clears throat> because of COVID-19, the bookshelf shut down in March. How did that affect your business and how did you have to adapt in that time? Yes, so we shut down in March and we were closed all of April and May. Um, we would have been allowed to open in May, but we decided that we wanted to make sure that we didn't do anything until we felt we could do it the safest way possible. So we didn't open until June 3rd. Um, but in those two months that we were closed, we really spent a lot of time helping customers virtually. So we, our web sales, so people can buy books through our website, countrybookshelf.com. And so those sales went up, but we also helped people over the phone and over email. We delivered books, we shipped books all over the country. Um, and we just found lots of ways to make sure that we could still get books to people as safely as possible. And, uh, you know, the sales were lower then, but we, uh, we made it through that and we reopened. Um, and uh, still always only opening in ways that we feel that we can do safely and comfortably. Um, and so we still do a lot of online sales and we still do a lot of deliveries and find other ways to help people without them having to make themselves unsafe. Now, right now in the COVID-19 pandemic, you are open to customers on Main Street and Bozeman. So how have you seen your sales affected? Are there as many people coming in? Are there less or are there just about the same? So Bozeman, I think, is in a really interesting place compared to some other places around the country. Um, for a long time, the virus didn't hit us quite so badly. And so a lot of people came here from other parts of the country um, to get away from places where it was a lot 
a lot more difficult. Um, of course, that has changed a lot now, but um, in the months that we've been open, we actually have been quite busy. Um, we have seen people from all over the country um, while we're still also helping all our locals. Um, and sales are actually up since we have reopened. And I think a lot of that has to do with people are um, spending a lot more time reading and very much rediscovering how much they love books and how important stories are to help them understand the world. That's interesting because I've talked to owners of several small businesses and they say that most of their sales have gone up. So that's great for small businesses. To end our discussion, what is your favorite genre of book uh, and what book have you just been loving in the COVID-19 pandemic? Absolutely. So I read a lot of fiction um, and I love mysteries and I love historic fiction and um, I love international fiction and books that have been translated. Um, but one of my favorite books lately has been this book called The Cold Millions uh, by Jess Walter. Uh, he wrote a book a number of years ago that people loved called Beautiful Ruins. But The Cold Millions um, is historic fiction. It takes place um, a little over a hundred years ago in the Northwest. So in fact, the main characters are from Montana and it takes place in largely in Spokane, but also in Montana, in Seattle. Um, and it has to do with um, all kinds of things that were happening then with uh, labor and with free speech and uh, with issues of class and um, it's beautifully, beautifully written. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Ezra, I really appreciate you having me. It's time for our geographical location challenge. We have some exciting news. Uh, Virginia is still in first place with 11% of all news nerds listeners. With second place, we have two runners up, California and Ohio. And in third place, we have another two runners up with 4% of all news nerds listeners. We have uh, Connecticut and New Mexico. We also have some exciting news that um, Thailand, France, and Portugal have joined the listening squad. And they are now listening happily to news nerds. And you can tell your friends about news nerds just send them to a link to our website or anchor page. Our website is newsnerdshost.wixsite.com slash podcast. Thank you to all those listeners that just popped up in all those countries. And that's it for this Geographical Location Challenge. That's it for this week's episode of News Nerds, the news podcast. Thank you so much to Ariana Pallier-Vegas for joining us on this week's episode of News Nerds. You can go to our website, that is newsnerdshost.wixsite.com slash podcast to listen to prior episodes of News Nerds, Cow Pies, and News Nerds Extras. You can also subscribe there. Just enter your name and email and you will be subscribed to our mailing list. You can also contact us 
or look at my photos on the website. I'm Ezra Graham, and you have been listening to episode 21 of News Nerds, the news podcast.